hey guys, it's always a joy to come on and uh, talk to you a little bit today. I want to just kind of stir you up a little bit in regards to the season that we're in. Now, it wouldn't take a rocket scientist to figure out that things are pretty crazy, but I want to encourage you today um, regarding the seasons that we find ourselves in and what we can do about it. Um, the Bible says when, when, when they say there's a casting down, you will say there's a, there's a lifting up or there's a rising up. And what that's saying in the scriptures is, is, yes, there's a lot of things that are negative being pushed upon us with COVID-19, the, the regulations, the masks, the social distancing, the sanitizer, you know, the craziness that's happening, the lockdown of churches and businesses and everything else. But you know what? The Bible says when you say there's a casting down, when they say there's a casting, you will say there's a lifting up. And there is a lifting up. God is on our side. He's going to help us through this. And I want to come on here and encourage you concerning what is happening, what is going on, what can we do about it. And I want to ask every single one of you the question, are you standing for the gospel? Or are you bowing to the agenda that's being played? Now, I know that's a sobering question, and I know that's a question that would awaken many of us. But I had to ask myself the same question. You know, am I really standing for the gospel? Am I standing for what I believe is true? Or am I bowing down to the system that's being in, in place, the spirit behind what's happening? And, you know, the Bible is pretty clear. It says that we don't fight against flesh and blood, but against rulers and wickedness and principalities and high and wicked places, etc. That's in Ephesians. We're fighting a battle that's not with flesh and blood. We're not fighting people. We're fighting the spirit behind the person. And as a Christian, you have to realize that's the fight. That's the fight. We're fighting wicked spirits in, in high places. And when you have that revelation, you begin to see this agenda that's going on right now on the earth. And we're talking about nations. We're not just talking about America. We're talking about nations. When you see that, what is happening right now in the globe, and you have any understanding of Scripture, any understanding of, of uh, what's called discernment or the discerning of spirits, you'll understand that this is an attack on the body of Christ. This is an attack on the church. And I say that in all sincerity and love because when you understand the wickedness and the spirit behind this, this agenda, anything that's against the scripture, anything that shuts the gospel down is against the gospel. Anything that shuts the gospel down is against the gospel. It's pretty simple. So you'll see how the spirit against the church will always try and silence our voice. They'll try and silence our witness. For example, in California, you can't even worship on a Sunday morning in church. The Bible specifically says, make a joyful noise unto the Lord or shout unto the Lord with a voice of triumph. 
There's so many scriptures that go along with lifting up your voice in worship. Or, for example, there was pastors, many pastors, that were arrested for having services in America. Now, I don't even want to get into the Constitution of the United States, how unconstitutional it is to arrest a pastor for having services because he has a constitutional right to do that. But I'm not going to get into that today. But who would have thought in January of 2020, when, when we just crossed the new year, that there would be arresting pastors for having services? It would just never... You, I would have said you've lost your mind. But I say all that to say that we can do something about this. Our voice can be known. Our voice can be heard. And we have, we have Jesus living on the inside of us. And the, the, the majority of the audience that I'm reaching on these podcasts are believers... And I want to stir your faith today that you can make a difference. You can make a difference in your family. You can make a difference in your, with your friends, this, this sphere of influence that you may have at your workplace if you're still working. Um, everybody has, a, uh, has an iPhone. You can get on your phone and text people and you know simply just let them know, hey, I'm praying for you. I love you. Just that little bit can make a difference in somebody's life. And, you know, the thing is, is we, what, what the devil's done is he's got, he's got Christians fighting each other about, well, should we wear a mask? Should we not wear a mask? Should we wear, you know, should we social distance? Should we not? You know, God forbid if, if somebody doesn't want to wear a mask, then they are considered, you know, uh, just a, a, a horrible person. And in some view, people, if they wear a mask, then they're not in faith and all this kind of stuff. But really, mask, no mask, distanced, not distanced. You know, at the end of the day, there's people right now that are dying and going to hell. So meanwhile, the, the devil's got the, the church fighting each other if we need to wear a mask or not, social distance or not, all this kind of stuff. But meanwhile... Our next door neighbor or the people that we see every day are going to hell. So as, as a believer, I want to I wanna flip your mindset today. Why not take the opportunities that you have and share Jesus Christ with somebody that is hurting? You know, the suicide rate is through the roof right now. It is through the roof. Because people are depressed, they are going through turmoil, they need Jesus like never before. And I always say this, this is the greatest hour to be alive. This is the greatest hour to serve Jesus. Why do I say that? Because this is the greatest hour of harvest. This is the greatest hour to win the loss like never before. And maybe you've never done that before. Maybe you don't even know how to, to win souls or, or to share your faith or to share Jesus with somebody else. It is so easy. And I can show you exactly how to do that. But I want to encourage you that those of you that know how to share your faith, those of you that know you have a testimony, why not go up to somebody that looks like they desperately need help? And why not just share Jesus with them instead of fighting about a mask? Really? Why are we going to fight about a mask when there's people going to hell every day? Why not flip the perspective, man? 
Why not change our mentality? There's so many people fighting about, and I listen. If you want to wear a mask, I'm not against you. And if you want, and if you don't want to, I'm not against you either. It's your right to do whatever you want to do. But we as believers have a have a great commission that we have to follow. Jesus Christ Himself gave us a command. He said, "Go into the, all the world and preach the gospel to every creature." That's a command. That's not a suggestion. That's a command. So we are all commanded to share. We're all commanded to give our testimony to somebody. How selfish would it be for you to not share your testimony? Look what the Lord has done with your life. I mean, you were once lost, broken, disgusted, but God came and He picked you up and He healed you and He set you free and He saved you. How selfish would it be to hold that in? So the Bible says, when the spirit of the, when the when the enemy comes in like a flood, the spirit of the Lord will raise a standard against the enemy. What does that mean? Well, you are the standard. You. I'm talking to you. You. You're the standard. Not your neighbor. You. I'm talking to you today. You're the standard that can be raised. Well, Chris, I've never shared my faith with anybody. I don't know how to do that. It makes me nervous. Well, you have to start somewhere. Why, why not just tell, text somebody? Say, hey, I'm thinking about you today. Just want to let you know. That God really loves you and He has a plan for you. And I know this has been a crazy time in, in our in our nation and, and maybe in your family right now. But I want to let you know that God has a plan for you. Simple as that. And then share your testimony. Say, listen, you know, I've been going to church lately and God's really helped me. And I got saved. Tell them you got saved. Tell them how you got saved. I got saved. I answered an altar call. And... Um, and I accepted Jesus into my heart, and He's changed my life. And I want to, I want to offer that to you today. And then, boom, right there, share your faith with Him. Say, hey, just pray this with me. Say, Jesus, come into my heart, forgive me my sins, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. I, I have a method that I could teach people um, how to win souls, but that's not the, you know, the the goal of this podcast today. But if you have, if you're interested, I'd love to help you. But. Come on, we can we can make a difference right now. We can make a difference and I just want to stir you up today. I want to I want to change your mentality. I want to change the way that people are thinking right now because we as Christians as believers, I'm talking to believers today, we have an assignment from the head of the church to go and tell people about what I did for them on the cross that they don't have to be bound. They don't have to be uh, bound by sin or fear or unbelief or or bondage, but I've come to set them free. I've come to heal them. I've come to save them, and that's our duty. That's our job. So today, I want to ask you a simple question: Are you standing? Are you standing for the gospel, or are you bowing to the spirit that's being betrayed right now? Well, Chris, how do I know if I'm bowing or standing? Well, are you? Are you standing firm in the Word of God? See, the Word of God never changes. And I'm ta- and this is my last point right now, and I, I want to I, I, I wanna close with this because I don't want to keep you on here for too long. I'm in, you know, I'm like 12 minutes into this thing, so I don't want to hold you too long. I, I, I want this to be quick and I want this to be powerful, but I want you to get this. Are you standing or bowing? And how do I, how do you know if I'm st- if you're standing or bowing? Well, 
And don't don't misunderstand what I'm about to say. Because this is the word of God and it's final authority in our life. I'm talking to believers. This is a final authority in our life. Not our circumstances. Not how we feel. The Bible says we don't walk by we don't walk by what we see. We walk by faith. So it's not about what we feel. It's not about what we see. It's what the word of God says. So for example, I'm going to I'm going to hit on it. Psalm 91. The Bible says that no deadly plague will come nigh your dwelling. Okay? So are you standing for that scripture? Or are you bowing to the spirit of this age that's mocking that scripture, saying that it's absolute ludicrous to even believe Psalm 91? Are you standing for Psalm 91? That no, I don't care how you feel. I don't care if you have symptoms of COVID. I don't care if you're coughing, sneezing, whatever. God's word says no, no deadly plague will come near your dwelling. So that means that's your final authority. Well, Chris, I don't, I don't feel, I don't feel saved. I don't feel like I'm born again. Did Jesus ever say, if you feel saved, you're saved? No. Or Chris, I'm not, I, I don't feel healed today. I don't feel like I'm healed. Does God's word say, if you feel healed, you're healed? No. 2,000 years ago, the Bible says you were healed. Whether you feel like it or not, you're healed. God's word says you were, you're saved by the blood of Jesus. Whether you feel saved or not, if you've confessed Jesus Christ and repented of your sin, you are born again. doesn't matter how you feel. Well, Chris, I've got symptoms of COVID. Okay, great. Well, listen, the Bible says by his stripes you were healed. So that means you're healed. Whether you feel like it or not. So are you bowing to the fear that's being portrayed, to the agenda that's being pushed by the spirit of this age, or are you standing for Psalm 91? It says, bless God, I don't care how I feel. God, your word says. See, what, what happens is people, people want to line their life up with how they think the Bible, what the Bible says. But that's not how it works. We line our life up with what the Bible says, not with our circumstances or not with someone else's experience or what anything else. The Bible, the Holy Scriptures are our final authority. Well, Chris, you need to use wisdom and you need to do this and you need to make obviously, obviously I'm gonna, I'm gonna use wisdom. I, I I don't need you know God gave you a brain so you could give him a break. But I'm not talking about wisdom. I'm talking about the things of the Spirit. I'm talking about the Word of God being your final authority in your life. Because I'm, I'm telling you right now, on this podcast right now, this is, not, this is the, the very least of how it's going to get on the earth before Jesus comes back. This is like, this is nothing compared to what is coming. If you think this is bad, just give it a couple years. Because it's going to get a lot worse than this. And either we stand right now for the gospel. We stand for the word of God. We actually believe what it says, how he said it, and we're not going to waver with it. Or we're going to back off of the word and become 
a a Christian that really doesn't even believe the word of God. That's just really what it boils down to. You have to step into that place of, I don't care what happens in my life. I don't care. The word of God says this in its final authority. I know of a great man of God that on Christmas day, he lost his daughter to cystic fibrosis. She was 18 years old and he, and she died in his arms and he told the devil, he said, devil, you're going to pay for what you did for my, what you did to my daughter. And at that moment, he had a decision he was going to make. Either he believed that God is still a healer, even though his daughter died. Either he was going to believe that God still heals today. Or he could have, had a, he could have made a decision and say, you know what, this thing is a freaking lie. But you know, he did the opposite. He started laying hands on every person that was sick. And started praying for him and God would heal him. He started getting as many people saved as he possibly could. And they got saved. You say, Chris, why would he do that? Because God's word, whether you go through a circumstance or not, never changes. And sometimes we're going to go through things that don't make sense. But that does not change God. Do you think God is concerned about COVID-19? Do you think God is concerned about this virus that took place? Do you think he's alarmed? Oh my goodness. The the three you know a fourth of the angels has caught the COVID-19 virus. Jesus has the flu and and God the Father is up uh, in heaven sneezing because of of the angels giving him the virus. I mean, come on. God is not concerned he knows about this whole thing, and the thing about God is he remains constant. He doesn't change. His word never changes. The same word that worked back in the 1600s, it still works today. So, you know, people in Africa, they, they live through crazy, crazy circumstances, man. They live through hundreds of viruses. They live in, in constant quarantine. That's, that was, that's their life. And they don't know any better. They don't know anything else. But in America, obviously, we've had it. We've had it really. We've had it great because this nation is blessed. But I'm I'm stirring you today because you you have to stand for the word. You have to stand for the word. I, it, it's it's not an option. You you have to as a believer as a Christian. Yes, I know people are getting it. Pray for them then. Pray for him. You have the authority to lay hands on the sick and they shall recover. That's what the Bible says. Lay hands on them and they'll recover. I don't know why Christians have gone so far from the word. It just just really boggles my mind. It really boggles me. But I believe right now that there's there's a people listening to me right now that that enough is enough. The devil, devil, you're not going to have my nation. You're not going to have my, you're not going to have my church. You're not going to have my family. Come on, we're raising a standard against this wicked spirit that's coming to try and, and cause the. Uh, listen, these the the devil's mocking the word of God right now. He's mocking it. He's mocking healing. He's mocking salvation. He's mocking the church. He's mocking worship. He's mocking everything we stand for. And what we're doing is we're just letting him do it. We're just letting him do it. I'm not saying use don't use wisdom. Listen, I started at the beginning of this broadcast. If you we're not, I'm not here to fight with anybody. I'm here to give you a perspective that we need to stand for the word. Period. Period.
End of story. What does the Bible say? Okay, that's it. That's what I believe. Whatever the Word of God says, I believe it, period. That's it. That's what I believe. End of story. Well, Chris, what if you get the virus? I'm going to trust God, and He's going to heal me. What if you die? Okay, I go to heaven. Must have been my time then. Must have been my, It was my time to go. So, this thing has gone out of proportion. This thing has gone through the roof, but... I'm believing that we are going to see another great awakening in our nation. We're going to see another spiritual awakening where hundreds and hundreds of thousands of people get saved before Jesus comes back. Because like it or not, Jesus is coming back very soon. These are the beginning of sorrows. That's what he talked about in Matthew 24. This is going to be a common thing in, in the days to come because these are the birth pains of the return of Christ. We're in the end of days. So I believe right now there's a shift, there's a sifting taking place from what the, what the Bible calls the wheat from the tares, from the profane for what is holy. And God is separating people that actually believe his word and people that don't. He's separating people. He's getting his bride ready for the return of Jesus Christ and judgment begins in the house of God. So the Bible says, so what's happening is he's drawing a line in the sand right now. And he's saying to us, will I find faith on the earth when I come back? Remember that? Remember Jesus said that when I come back, will I find faith on the earth? You have to decide. You have to make the choice. I'm going to stand for the word of God, regardless of my circumstance, regardless of what I see, regardless of even how I feel. Or I'm going to bow to the system. I'm going to bow to this agenda, this antichrist agenda, this antichrist spirit, because we don't fight against flesh and blood. You bow down to that or you stand for the word. You, you only have two options. You bow to the system or you stand for the word. And I'll close with this. Remember Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. And the three Hebrew boys that, that were placed in the burning fiery furnace. Nebuchadnezzar looked at them. Everybody was bowing at this time. They were bowing to the golden image. Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. They told, listen to this and don't miss this part. I'm going to end with this. This is the Bible. This is what I'm, I'm coming. This is coming straight out of scripture. Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. They looked at Nebuchadnezzar with many, many people bowing to the Antichrist spirit, to the Antichrist agenda at that time. And they looked at Nebuchadnezzar and they told him this. They said, we will not bow to your God. And even if God does not come through for us, we'll never, we still won't bow. You want to talk about bold faith. Even if God doesn't come through for us, we're not bowing to you, Nebuchadnezzar. I believe I'm talking to a group of Christians on this podcast right now. That's you. You say, you know what? Even if God doesn't come through for me, which I believe he always will. Even if he doesn't, I won't bow to this system. Even if he doesn't come through for me, I won't bow down to this antichrist devilish agenda that these wicked spirits are trying to push on the body of Christ. I ain't bowing. Even if God doesn't make a way for me. I will not surrender over to your God. And that's the decision you have to make today. 
Are you going to bow down to Nebuchadnezzar in his golden image? Or are you going to stand for your God in his word and what he says concerning you? You have a choice and you have to make it. No one's going to make it for you. But I want to encourage you today that you can make a difference. That you can stand for the word of God. You can stand for the gospel of Jesus Christ. For I am not ashamed of the gospel of Jesus Christ, for it is the power of God unto salvation. You can stand in the face of Nebuchadnezzar and say, even if you don't, if, if our God doesn't come through for us, throw me in that fiery furnace and see what happens. And what does the Bible say? It said that when they were in the fiery furnace, there was one standing in the fire with them that looked like the Son of Man. Jesus was in the fire with them in that furnace. Because of their bold stance of faith in God. If they throw us in the furnace, I still won't bow. If they throw me in the fiery furnace, I'm not bowing down to this agenda. And that's the group of people I believe I'm talking to today. I want to stir you up today. Don't you dare bow down to the fear of the devil. Don't you dare back off of your prayer life. Don't you dare back off of your witness and testimony. Don't you back off of your praise and your worship to your God. Don't you dare back off of anything that you believe in the Word of God. You stand on the Holy Scriptures. You stand on Psalm 91. You stand on Psalm 23. You stand on the Word of Heaven. That, declare, that decrees and declares your life and your purpose and your destiny and your future. Don't you dare bow to the systems of this world that will oppose your beliefs, that will oppose the mighty word of God. You stand strong and watch the mighty hand of God move in and through your life. I love you guys. I hope that this blessed you today and I hope it stirred you up. I hope it stirred you. Are you standing or bowing in this time? I want you to stand. God is for you. He's going to help you stand. If you're weak and you don't know how to stand, I prophesy over you right now in Jesus' name. Strength comes to you to stand. Strength comes to you to, to stand in the face of adversity. Strength comes to you now in Jesus' name from the top of your head to the soles of your feet. Strength into your body. Strength into your bones, strength into your mind, strength into your in your testimony, strength into your voice, strength in you right now, in Jesus' mighty name. Thank you, Father. Well, I believe that we're living in the greatest days of the church, but it's the worst days for the world. And we are the light of the world. We have a testimony that we need to share with people. I love you guys. Be stirred up. I hope this helped you. I hope this encouraged you. And I hope this stirred you. I hope this really stirred you up. I hope it stirred your faith. You know what, Chris? You're right. Maybe I haven't been standing like I should. Well, today's your day to make a stand. Today's your day to turn. All it takes is a little hard adjustment. Okay, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to stand more in this area. Just make the changes. It's okay. I got to do the same thing. I got to I got to make sure I'm standing in certain areas too. So God bless you today. I hope this helped you.
Go share Jesus with somebody. Bye-bye. Hi, this is Pastor Chris at Mount Morris Gospel Tabernacle. I am the Youth and Young Adults Pastor. I just want to say thank you for joining me this week on my weekly podcast. I pray it uplifts you, encourages you in your faith. The Bible says in Psalm 119.130 that the entrance of your word gives light and it gives understanding to the simple. It is my sincere prayer that as you listen to these podcasts that God speaks to you that you get encouraged in your faith because the Bible says faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. So I pray these encourage you and bless you. Please share these with a friend and subscribe to my channel on any of the available platforms that is available. And I pray it blesses you. Here's this week's podcast. God bless.